Hello, welcome to another episode of the A7 Podcast. Today's guest makes me feel like I'm not doing enough with my life. He is the owner of multiple businesses. He is a CEO. He is a musical artist. He was self-educated in the streets of the Inland Empire. We got the CEO of Paper Bags, Young Rob Going Crazy, a.k.a. Robert Ellis. How the fuck are you doing, brother? Oh, man, I'm doing great, man. Just blessed. Happy to be here with my friends. Once again, for me and my friends. Appreciate that. That was a warm intro to us, man. I'm not, I feel like that was too good, actually. This <laughs> <laughs> is too good. You're gassing me. You're gassing me. No, but I'm doing great, man. How, how are all y'all? How is everybody doing here today? You know, here, being busy by paper bags, you know, demanding client, but we fucking love it. We all got to eat. We all yeah. got to eat. Creative mm-hmm. work is the best work, and when you have that freedom, you know, you cherish every moment you work with them. So, Rob, thank you, first and foremost, because you got me back into graphics. It's been a while, and I'm having a fucking blast. Hey, I, I love to hear it, because your graphics are amazing, bro. Uh, thank you, thank you, you thank you. It feels good to be back. <laughs> Teamwork makes the dream work. Never forget that. Now that we've started with that, I mean, of course, we got a lot of juicy stuff today. We got a lot of marketing stuff to talk about. People are going to love this as a freaking fucking class. A freaking, we're doing a TED Talk today. But before we get to that, we got to get to know this man. Rob, what paths have you taken in life to get you to where you are today? That is a very loaded question, but I'll try to answer that the best way that I can. Let's, let, you know, you can could, you could keep it vague. It doesn't have to no, be. No, no, no. I mean, the best way I can answer that is that I've always tried to take my own path is like everybody I don't want to say everybody but you know we get caught up in 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 you know uh ideas or 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 certain ways how people achieve success and we think like there's just one you know one way to achieve success and you know like there's but there's really no one way to achieve success everybody has their own different path and so uh in my journey I've always tried to do what everybody else isn't doing. So, like, when all my friends were, like, gangbanging, I was in the house (laughs) (laughs) or or playing basketball. And then when all my friends were, like, fucking selling, moving packs, you know, before cannabis was legal and, you know, getting rich off of that, I was playing basketball, trying to go to the NBA. So... I've always just tried to just do what I felt was right for me in in my heart, and you know, it 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 worked out for me so yeah. far. So yeah, it's like a lot of people say that you know the same recipe doesn't work for everybody. You get me? Everybody has to make that own recipe to get to the success because what right. worked for him might not work for me, might not work for him, or we're not or so on and so forth. Exactly. So exactly. Nice. Very very good take on that. I like that. Um, but aside from that, you did say basketball, and, and I know I'll know a little bit about this in your background. So I want to know a little bit more. Where did basketball take you? So, I mean, it's basketball's really taken me all over, and it's really helped me make a lot of connections that I probably wouldn't have made like out without playing basketball. It's a very basketball is similar to to the cannabis community. It's a very small community, and like once you're in it, if you're really in it, you know you're fully indulged in it. But uh, basketball, you know, after high school. Uh, I moved to Cherry Hill, New Jersey for a year. I played basketball out there, which was a very eye-opening and interesting experience. I was near Philadelphia. And during that time, it was uh, before Meek Mill was mainstream. So he had an album called Flamers that everybody, like, put me on. Like, that that was, you know, in Philly. So, like, I was talking about Meek Mill. I felt like I was the first person in California, like talking about Meek Mills, like I was that the album is cold. That's probably yeah. one of the best Meek album. It's a mixtape. It's called Flamers. So I guess I'm plugging Meek Mill right now. But go down. Hey, shout out Meek. Shout man. out to Meek, <laughs> man. Shout out to Meek. People act like I mean Meek was really like when I was when I was in Philly, like he was in jail, like he was really like really one of them boys. So it's like yeah, I was, yeah, Meek is he's a real deal, Holyfield. But that 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 mixtape still still sits with me closely. But so basketball's taking me all over to Philadelphia, Cherry Hill, New Jersey. After that, I came back. I live in El Centro for a year. I played basketball. Like I was going to Mexico, crossing the border, playing with my guys over there. Uh, after that, Wait, you live in El Centro. I live in El Centro. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I had a, I had a homie who lived out there. Yeah, I visited bro. like one time. It's pretty dope out there. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. I like the the lonely desert. No, I, I do like it too. But I just had a terrible experience out there, bro. We'll, we'll save that for the next podcast. Because right, it's right. a long ass. This is very. It's a spooky story too. And you heard that part too. You heard that. You know, it's very spooky. Like this is. That's how I know I'm here for a reason though. But so El Centro was. 
a bad experience after that. I went. I had to go back home. Uh, am I supposed to be passing this? Are we all smoking? Oh, no, we, we, we we took care of that. Okay, my bad. <laughs> my bad. Um, hey, shout out to the to the to the team back there. You know, thank you. Shout out. <laughs> Holler at them. Shout out, MD. MD. <laughs> We got that mota, mota. <laughs> you don't even know what's coming. <laughs> they, have no, they have no idea. But uh, so, yeah, so uh, Centro. Then I went, after that, I went back to the Bay Area. I played for uh, Contra Costa College, which is a junior college in Richmond, California. So the same school that, uh, or the, in the same city. You guys all seen Coach Carter? Yeah, of course. That's where, I, that's the city that I was playing basketball. Oh, really? So you Richmond. met Coach Carter or what? Well, his son was the coach, was our football coach. So, oh, shit. Like, I so didn't meet. Second no, I generation. Know. Second generation. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of history at that school, though. Just a lot of history in that whole city in Richmond. Um, but, yeah, I was there for a year. I was athlete of the year uh, in 2012. Uh, I'm aging myself. <laughs> yeah, I know. This, this, this boyish look, you know. I'm, <laughs> I'm, a grown, I'm a grown man, ladies. Don't forget that. A seasoned man. Season, we call it Mature Rob. Mature Rob. Young Rob going crazy, but still mature. <laughs> hey, I like that, dude. I like that. That should be a song. Mature Rob. Like right, man. You know, we can make, we, we got hits over here. We could do it. So, all right. So I was in the Bay. And then after that, I got a scholarship to play in Idaho at Lewis Clark State uh, under coach Brandon Renta, who's currently at Central Washington University. Um so, yeah, and then, you know, after that, I uh, I felt like, I mean, I had opportunities to play, go overseas and play, but my son was four at the time, and, you know, I felt like it was necessary for me to come back home and be a part of his life, Yeah, of course. Your father, of course, of course. Exactly, so I called it a wrap. Priorities, priorities. Yeah, so I called it a wrap in my basketball career and got a job at Enterprise. And <laughs> Wait, car rentals? Yep. You got the hookup still or what? Uh, Hell no. I, I, no, saying, I don't man. think anybody has a hookup anymore, bro. Enterprise, they're so strict now. This car, the car rental game is crazy. Hey, I don't know about you. I still got hookups. Uh, <laughs> you see, you they you think it's a hookup, but it's probably really not. No, uh, hey, dude, we got hooked up. We, yeah, we took, our, we took a, trip, a, a, a Yukon over there for like under five. For how many days? It was like six. Like, yeah, like almost a week. Almost a week. For five months, but that's, that's pretty good. That's a good. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yukon. I mean, it just it really just depends on how many cars they have at the time, like. No deposit. <laughs> no deposit. No is crazy. deposit. Yeah, yeah. Okay. you got hooked up. Yeah, this is an enterprise car. Mm-hmm. That person probably is probably fired by now, but whatever. No, you know what it was. I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, they were they were a company that used to uh, uh, grab cars for Amazon, like all those little vans that they deliver in. So it wasn't enterprise. No, they go through enterprise. Gotcha. So they they person who oh, it was a corporate it, account. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, they, yeah. They, they hooked it up with a corporate account. That's what it was. That's solid. But yeah, so after that, yeah, so that was that, and then you know worked at. Should we just go through the whole story right now, just since we're already talking about yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. You know, Enterprise from twenty fucking fourteen to twenty seventeen, three and a half years. I was renting cars for seven months, and then they Enterprise had this thing called a grill um, that you had to pass in order to become like a level two employee. Uh, so Enterprise, you start off as a man- management trainee. Everybody has to start off as a management trainee. You have to have your bachelor's degree to work there. Um, which a lot of people don't know. Wow. You need a bachelor's degree for enterprise? You have that's to have crazy. a bachelor's degree. In what? Anything? Or just, you just say, yeah. Yeah, a bachelor's degree? Yeah, a bachelor's degree. And, and that's what school pretty much is. Like, school is just, it just shows, like, having a bachelor's degree or any type of degree, really, for the most part, just shows that you can start and finish something. That's all it is. And the employer, that's what employers want to see, that you yeah. can start and finish something. I forgot I had one. Me too. Honestly, <laughs> like, I mean, shit. What, what's yours then? Uh, multimedia prediction. Well, you're using it. Yeah, mine's, yeah, in, mine's, yeah, mine's in business, too. I'm using mine. That's why we're over here picking his brain every day, bro. He got the degree. Right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, like I said, it's, but you can, learn, you can learn everything online that, that they teach yeah. us in school. Honestly, Honestly most, yeah. I think all three of us, I would say about 85% self-taught. Exactly. Yeah, like I learned graphics on my own. I learned illustration on my own product development on my own. All that stuff was on my own. No. Yeah, like like I've said multiple times, I think when people go to school, what they should learn more, uh, they should take from university of anything is what's it called connections. Yeah. You should be making connections exactly. in school because you're connected to exactly. a lot of good people. If there's like an event with somebody important talking, like take advantage of it. Like that's, really that's what you should take from school. That's why girls love to join sororities. Yeah. I was going to say, especially at bigger schools, like if yeah. you're going to like Dukes and fucking, and, well, Harvard, I mean, that's a, you know, that's a nice school, but Kansas is, you know, UC Santa Barbara's, UCLA's. Yeah. That's especially like, you know, schools in California. It should be all about connections. Yeah. Connections. That's, that's 100%. 
That's really even outside of school. That's the name yeah. of the game in life. It's all about. I mean, who, come on, it's networking. That's exactly how we all met. Exactly. <laughs> I, met Jose, I met Jose through another friend. I met uh, Yoshi through Jose, and I met you through Jose. <laughs> and I met Jose through Kaboom. Shout out to shout out Kaboom. Shout out to Kaboom. It's Kaboom. Hey, hey let's let the record show. He didn't want to be in the podcast though. Ka- Kaboom. <laughs> he, he turned down the podcast. He really? turned down. Oh, you don't No. Why did he turn down the podcast? We shot something with him. You said that, that you didn't want to put that episode. He, out. The whole episode, he's saying. No, we're not doing this. This is, this is uh, not going to get out there. We're not doing this. I don't want to do this today. He just okay, want to do okay. it. Hey, so, so you didn't boom, release it? You, you, no. You got so you guys shot it in... It, no, we, well, we shot it on like some fuck around shit. Yeah. To be okay, okay, we, we, were, yeah. we were trying to convince him to do it and he didn't want to do it and then we just shot it just fucking around. Yeah. But the God whole damn time, it, The whole time, he's like, no, no, really? no. Really? <laughs> <laughs> what was this? Oh, this has like been the beginning, bro. This is probably last year and the few, yeah. few first episodes okay. for sure. I still have the footage, I think. But Let's, let's release it. Fuck ah, it. Out there. No. We're, we're dropping that kaboom. Yo, kaboom's gonna sue, dude. He's gonna sue. Oh, yeah. Sue who? No, that kaboom is a homie. Man. Shout out to kaboom. Hey, but yeah, shout out to kaboom. Cheers, Bro. man, my man. Cheers. And next Cheers. time you're gonna be joining us in this table. Yeah, no, for surely. But yes, man. So that story. Uh, my bad. So yeah. So where do we start? So where were we at? Uh, talking about enterprise. Yeah, enterprise. Oh, so, so 2017, uh, I, I fucking took the leap. I was making six figures at enterprise, and I was like, I can't do this every day. Like I'm like I saw I was. I, uh, that's where it was. I did the management training program for seven months, passed the grill, and then after that, I was selling cars for two and a half years, bro. I was selling wow. fifteen cars a month for two and a half years, and I was going crazy like every day. Nice. I, no, it wasn't nice. It was. Were you also like you had to, or you did it because you were good? No, I, I got a promotion to to be a car salesman, so it's like. No, I I did it because I was good. Not everybody was selling fifteen yeah. cars a month. No. Yeah, it's a competitive industry. That's what I was about to say. Because sales, it, yeah, is yeah. what you call it. I uh, mean, if, if I thought you would have been proud of those numbers, I was super proud at the time. But yeah. looking like, but I was also miserable. So it was oh, like, okay. it was like you know, like I'm not, I wasn't thriving in life. I wasn't doing what I knew wanted I wanted to, to do yeah, yeah. exactly. I mean, so. come on, that's like they, it's, that's a nine to nine job. Like exactly, it, it doesn't stop when the close the doors closes because the, the deal is still going on as they're going home and thinking about it and all that shit, bro. It's a very competitive yeah. industry. I would not want to do that. The thing either. about <laughs> enterprise though, which is good, is that it was more consultative than anything. So it's like I like I I would be on the phone getting appointments. Like I w- I wouldn't just be waiting on the lot. I would be calling people like mm. from like warm leads from Very credit unions. Sales driven. Oh yeah, no, for sure. So it was like I like there would be some days and like my empl- my coworkers used to be so mad at me, but I like I'll come in on a Saturday and sell three cars before noon and leave. And go oh, to the, I'll go to the yeah, bung- and go to the bungalow right. or something. Probably, that's really you nice. probably sold more cars that day than they did. No, exactly. <laughs> all week, all week. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, we had some good salespeople, but I mean, yeah, I definitely like nobody was selling three cars before noon and, and leaving. So yeah, yeah that's a, that's a good that's a good uh, way to thrive. No, yeah, I was a nationally I was a national salesman. Like they, I got a free trip to Puerto Vallarta. He got a little badge. <laughs> no, I got a, it's more than a badge. I got a little trophy. I'll bring what it. You, and I'll bring you, it the you next time. Brought it right here. Like, nah, this is, this, it's like look at my son. He got another trophy. This is this. The only trophy that I need now. Hey, shout out to Paperback. Shout, shout out to Paperback. Hey, 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 you know what? I just realized Let's I'm go. missing something. Come on, man. You know you're part oh, of the mob. You know you're part um, of the mob, yeah, man. We, this is the this is this is the main part of the mob around right here. This is this, this is, is it. This is the creative side right here, bro. No, for one thousand percent. This is the strongest like, coming. This right. is the the vital paper. There we go. Yeah, let me, right there. Let me show, that, show that. Show that. Let me oh, damn. No, no, hold on, hold on. No, no. Can't show that. Can't show that gas. That gasolina. Look at who. Look at him. Look at him. We corrected that mistake real quick. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, yeah, no, the mistake, the mistake of forgotten jacket, you know. But oh, that's all good. It's all you know. You in there, bro? You yeah. There, so you know. paper bags, paper bags, man. So paper yeah, yeah. So yeah. So all right. So then there's perfect transition. So 2017, I was selling like fucking like I said, 15 and a half or yeah, 15 cars a month, and uh, I was smoking three blunts a day while doing that. So I would smoke two blunts in the morning, go to work. Sell some cars, go take a lunch, take a two hour lunch, crazy as fuck. Smoke another two blunts, shower, brush my teeth, and go back to work, and then, you know, finish the day. But so after that, talk about motivation, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Motivation. Uh, Wait, wait, wait. I could do that for you. Ah, 
spaghetti. Oh, there you go. Come on now. But uh, so yeah, so I was like, I saw, you know, I was already high. I, I mean, I was high ninety percent of my basketball games too. Like I played, oh. I played Gonzaga when they were number one in the nation, bro. They had Kelly Olynyk, they had uh, John Stockton's son, and they had a few other guys. But Kelly Olynyk was in the NBA. They had like three seven footers. But I played them. I smoked three blunts before I played them wow. on national TV. Damn, you were high as a kite. <laughs> yeah, a three smoke three blunts only had three buckets. Oh damn! No. Was it a three at least? Huh? Was it a three at least? No, those were three strong buckets though. Oh. You try to get three buckets against <laughs> against oh, a team full of yeah, NBA yeah. players. Yeah, like, no, 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 no. I thought you meant like a you made three points. No, huh? I, had, I had six points. Oh, I had okay. three actual like three buckets. Oh, okay, uh, okay. But my coach was there. He was he wasn't even playing to win, bro. Like he was just. Playing for the experience, I was like, "Fuck that!" Yeah. Like, put me out there. <laughs> like, but, I want to yeah. win. I want to win. So yeah, so fucking. So I took the leap in 2017. I quit Enterprise, bro. I was ridiculed by my family. Like, you're gonna quit. A, you're making a hundred thousand dollars. You're gonna quit. I'm like, this shit is a hundred thousand dollars. Ain't shit. I'm struggling. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, you feel me? So yeah, I fucking quit and started working for a, the a company called Heavy Hitters. Heavy hitters, the vape pens. If you oh yeah, I know heavy hitters. Head. AJ, yeah, 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 yeah. dude, cool. that was the pen. That was the pen. That was the pen. That was the pen, dude. Yeah, that's yeah. what you got. The heavy hitters, you know, you got to get that. What's it? The gelato. We're not plugging yeah. heavy hitters right now. This is all. <laughs> no, 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 this no, is no. We're, this paper is, is paper. <laughs> heavy, heavy hitters fired me after three months. So let's let's keep oh, that going. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, but that's part of the industry. I'm not mad at them, and you know, it's they 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 did what they felt was best for them. It was good experience. They was it was it was great experience. It was a current a current competitor in the market no you got, my bad, at the bad. time at the time it was a current competitor in the market and you got to work there and get that experience that you need that you're now using to get where you are today. oh for sure so this was before legalization so i was still trapping so like i like you feel me like there was i was risking the yeah so like the, but that experience that i got working for heavy hitters I, i've taken it with me with every cannabis job for yeah. sure so it was great experience so yeah i did that that was 2017 i got fired after three months and then they uh what I, I found another job with a company called Alco like six months later, which was during legalization. So, um, yeah, with Alco, I, I worked with them for about a year, uh, ran, I, I grew them like pretty, I, I think I closed like 50 accounts within that year, which is for somebody to do that by themselves. It shows like, you know, that's pretty good to yeah, yeah, in, in the cannabis industry. It can't, it's so hard. You know, the cannabis industry, people think it's like, Oh, it's all, oh, it's money, 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 money. You know, it's, it's literally one of the toughest industries that anybody can be. And I think 3%, I would say about two to 3% of reps make it longer than two to three years in our industry. Like oh, it's, wow. it's not, That's, yeah. it's a very competitive industry. Yeah. Now, now that we're talking about competition, uh, what's it called? It's a good segue into knowing what separates you from the competition. What, uh, if there, there's a shit ton of marijuana companies, obviously. Let's call it cannabis. Cannabis. Yeah. <laughs> marijuana was a term that was coined by, like, during the... Uh, fucking, Prohibition, probably. Well, yeah, during, during uh, uh, no, what is the... The history. Uh, the uh, reefer madness and all that. Like, it was coined... It was it was a coined term to, like, uh, discriminate or target, like, black or black and minorities. Yeah. So, me and you. So, let's call it cannabis. No more marijuana. No more marijuana. All right. So, what's it called? So, obviously, the cannabis industry is... You, someone could even say it's saturated. I mean, it has so many, so many companies in it. How does a company of cannabis separate themselves from everything else? Cannabis, well, that's the that's the key to being a successful, successful. cannabis company. And that's, I don't know if you want to spill those beans, you know. Oh no, I mean, you, I'll, I'll give the recipe, but because I know they can't recreate the sauce. That's the whole. Ooh. That's that's the whole. It, that's, so you'll give the ingredients, not the recipe. I will give the whole recipe. I don't oh, care. Damn. I know you will not. I know because I mean, this you can't. It's it's been proven. Like these cannabis companies, you got to look at it like. We're at a time right now. What is this? The sixth year? What is it? 2023? Cannabis was legal in 2018. So this is the fifth year that, you know, we've had legalization. And we see like this year, the biggest cannabis companies are running out of California. Yeah. Like the biggest ones that are backed by billionaires. They've thrown millions of dollars, hundreds, some of them hundreds of millions of dollars, and they're leaving, they're exiting the market. And it shows like it's, you have to be organic with cannabis. Like it's like, Cannabis is very similar to the music industry where it's it's hype, it's popularity, it's you got to be cool, and it's never going to change. Like, you know, all these companies try to come in and they try to market towards the the soccer moms and, you know, and that's not who drives our industry. It's um, the, the stoners, the hooligans, it's, the, it's us. Yes. Like, it's us. And the so creatives. Yeah, and doesn't, so it doesn't matter how much money you throw at your cannabis brand. If you're, if you're not of the industry, if you're not smoking this plant every day, and that's, that's the other thing, like, it's it's a plant. It has feelings. It's not just like it's not 
uh, every like another kind of commodity. It's not deodorant. Yeah. Like this hat, you it, it it knows who to bless, and that's where I'm just leaving at that. Yes, yes. No, no, I get that. It's it's very interesting because, uh, like you said, it's a very saturated market. It's it's definitely a marketing technique that drives the industry. It's about how you deliver that product, and it literally changes every fucking week. You're always seeing new brands pop Thanks. in and pop out, pop yeah. in and pop out. Relationships as well. That's like the I, yeah. like having the relationships is the biggest thing. Like, and the only way you're gonna get those relationships is by being outside, meeting and talking to people and networking. And a lot of these, the big cannabis CEOs, like they don't they 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 rely on people like me to go out and build those relationships for them. But once people like me figure out that I'm not doing that anymore for them, then it's just the tables turn. Yeah, of course. It's, it's a per, quid pro quo kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Hey. Hey. We got a little, yeah. Knowledge. 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 That's one thing you can, you know, you got to pass it down. You got to pass it on mine. It's the only thing you can share that should be shared every fucking day. Man, there you go. That's that, that's what they fear. They fear they fear thinkers. They don't want us to be thinkers, bro. And that's what, that's that's how powerful we are. That's why they try to dumb us down. You know, you got to look at let's look at the stats. Education, the education system in America has been on a decline since the seventies. Terrible. I mean, it's been on a decline since the seventies. Like we were in the top what twenty or maybe top five in the seventies. Now we're in the bottom twenty. No, we're in, no. I mean, as far as like all the country, we're in the bottom yeah. uh, hundred. You know, we're yeah, we're terrible. Our, our our education system is just getting dumber and dumber and dumber. Yeah. And, it's, and it's and it's part of like the way we work. You know, we're our, we are very you know like um, economic system. You know, everything is about profit. Everything's about profit. Even healthcare is about profit. So they they want to keep that machine going. So exactly, it's they they want to create non thinkers because they there needs to be somebody who like if you if you're gonna have profit, you need to like have somebody to. Take a loss, essentially. Yeah. You know, like there needs to be there needs to be slaves. Yeah, and yeah. That's what that's, that's what, I mean, that's, what Kanye, that's what Kanye says. You know, I know that we're the new slaves, and it's like uh, you know, people call Kanye crazy and shit. You just like you, you're not you can't be crazy to reach that level of success or that plateau. Like, there's I don't care what you say. Like, he's, he's a thinker. He's a thinker. Yeah, he's yeah. just a bug. He's just he's just ahead of every. He's been ahead of everybody, and it's just you know it is what it is. But. Damn. Man, shout out to my nigga Kanye, man. But I don't, I don't know about those leggings he was wearing. <laughs> <laughs> Did y'all see those? Did y'all see those leggings that he had on? No, my, I don't know about hey, the leggings. Hey, yeah. Kanye had on some real leggings. Can we pull that up again? Yeah, pull, pull it up on screen, like, right oh. here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, we're gonna do it right now. You're during, gonna, the, yeah. during the edit. During the edit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Oh, you know, Kanye, this pants. Kanye had That's them leggings hilarious. on. Hold on, wait, wait a minute. This, I thought it was Photoshop, but it was real. I was like, oh, yeah. really? He, he was going. He looked like he was about to go take yoga. Oh, you saw it? yoga right now. Yeah, yeah, he looked like he was about to go to yoga class right after he just really? got off of a studio session. Shit. Like what he was? He was he like what? what was he like? We're going to the studio and and came, that's how they caught him out of the studio. I have no, no idea, but no. I seen Kanye and some legends. That shit was like, hilarious. This is, I never thought I'd see this. <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> dude! I am literally looking this up as right we now, speak, and I literally put Kanye and he said leggings right after. Yeah, see, <laughs> it's, 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 listening to Jesus Christ, talk of the town right now. All right, all right, definitely, definitely. Oh my god! Oh, dude. What wow. what is that, bro? Why? Why were you even thinking that? That hey, day? okay, I'll give it up to him. He's still a genius. Yeah, it's Kanye. Uh, like, just, just not those pants. Yeah. It's not those pants. It's just not Kanye to the to the hee yeah. No, but it's definitely definitely a good point. Like I always I always say that. Like I really I really dislike having an employer. I like to work for myself because I understand the freaking machine. You know, we're all fitting to the machine. It's literally part of the system. This is what they want. They don't want people to make their own businesses. You know, it's they want the big ones to thrive because it's talking about millions of millions of dollars. Millions upon millions. But what we need to people what people need to understand is that we could get a piece of that pie. We, we, we could get a big chunk exactly. of that pie. You can get a bigger, yeah. big, big yeah. piece, really big piece. You just got to know how to play it. You got to understand the game, and a lot of people don't know the game. Yeah. They just play it. You get me? I mean, if you really look at the rules that America sets up for people, like, it really benefits the business owner, the boss, and stuff like that. There's, like, Definitely. so many tax breaks, like, like, little loopholes and stuff like that, but it all benefits, like, the business owner and shit. You get me? So if you're working for somebody or a company your whole life, it's, like, just hard to get out of it, you know? Of course. It is. Right. Definitely. It's, it's, what do you and I think fear is the biggest thing that makes people, that, oh, yeah. that, that holds people from getting out. It's the, the uncertainty. It's, like, you know, like, I mean, shit, even, you know, launching my own business, I'm, like, fucking, there's no no guarantee with that yeah. this shit was going to work. So I just saw it's the faith. But, yeah, I think that that's what... I mean, fear has created more slaves than any law or government could ever do. Like, but, but I think it's camp. beyond fear. It's it's literally a human nature. Humans seek comfort. You get me? That's we, fear. 
No, it's well, yeah, it's the opposite of fear. But fear is like literally, you know, like about to die or whatever, or just being away for to take the leap. Yeah, or whatever. That's fear. Not being getting out of your comfort zone is, yeah, is fear. Okay, it's as okay, simple okay. as not. Yeah, you know, it's not. Yeah. It don't got to be as deep as dying. Yeah. God damn. <laughs> 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 Shit. Hey, that's Shit. the only thing I'm scared of, bro. I don't want to die. I don't, I don't fear death. I don't fear nothing. Nah. I don't fear death. You why fear death? You can you yeah. you you know you're not. I mean, energy doesn't die. This is just a vessel. Like, yeah, you can yeah, never. You're, you're, you're not gonna die. Gonna we're just we're just fucking Starbucks. There's no no need to fear anything the fear is all man-made bro that shit is there's nothing to fear don't never fear the unknown Damn, the that's, unknown that's is, what it is that's exactly what it is the unknown yeah no it's not but the like the unknown is where you go like great things happen when you go into the unknown bro it was like right. you know like whenever i stepped out into into whenever i took a risk bro it always worked out for the best for me so i was like take I, a risk we take, say this in pretty much every podcast take that leap take that take risk take stop it. being scared you yeah. know do what you do this is what we all did in this table and we're here Trying to even go further, you know, right. Rob. Obviously, you have a lot of a lot of experience with companies. You know, getting it out there. You've done the legwork. If I could ask you, what makes a company good and what makes it great? What makes it iconic? That's a great question, Jose. No face, no beard, <laughs> <laughs> no nose. <laughs> he has a beard again now, though. But um, I would say what makes a company iconic is the leadership. That's really the best answer is who is running the company. And more on that is I feel like every person in business, if you're an entrepreneur, if you have, I feel like everybody should read this book called Good to Great. And it explains like what, you know, what qualities that those leaders exhibit in order to take you know, a company from being good to great, but that's all it's about. Like, you know, everybody looks at these brands and these companies and they, they see the brand and they see the company, but they forget that it's, it's individuals running these companies. And that's what, that's how, that's what makes a company good to great. It's the people running the companies. And so that's why having the right team around you is so important. Yeah. And, and that's why a lot of people, when they say company, it's not a company, it's literally an individual most of the time. You know, when Rob started this, he wasn't a company with uh, 20 employers. It was Rob, a company. Yeah. And he made all this happen to the point that where we are involving on it now, and now his brand is growing, and we're part of it. Part of the company for sure. Yeah. We guys so, are we're the team. I like that. I like that. Oh, yeah. I like that. So speak, speaking about speaking about books, you, you know, and good point. You know, books sometimes are, are when you when you need to deliver a message. Sometimes it's just great to refer a book because that book delivers that message that you're asking for, right? Uh, I read a great book called The um, Great Design. Mm. It's really interesting. Um, Design is not perfect. Think about something that sucks. Like, literally, we use it every day, and it sucks. How much does a door suck? Why does a door need a sign? Pull? Push? Why? Because people are dumb. Yeah, but what's the perfect door? Mm. What? Automatic door? No, not even that, because if an animal door could fail, mm. right? There is no could, perfect door. No, there is a perfect door. No door. There is. And guess who has them? Ooh. The hospital. The doors that open both ways. Oh. Hmm. That don't need a direction. And you know how you know you don't need a direction? Because they have no handle. Mm -hmm. They have a square that tells you push mm -hmm. without even telling you to push. Another thing that fucking sucks. Stoves. How many times have you turned on the freaking wrong thing? None. Really? No, I don't believe that. that. I don't believe that. I, don't believe I that. know how to cook. No, 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 they no, call no, me Chef Boyard Black. <laughs> that's not the point. The point is that you know when a stove has those stupid little things, you sometimes you turn on the wrong one. Yeah, for sure. All the time, right? <laughs> so, so what is the great design there? What is the best design for a stove? I mean, these are white people problems. I got bigger problems than worrying about how to turn on the stove. The whole point. The whole point is the book uses these metaphors to to make you think about you know what is great design and and a great designer is not someone that's just gonna create the job and make it look good. It's gonna think about those outcomes that could be bad and try to fix them before they even get there. So the whole point of that was a metaphor. Like the stove thing is you know the best stove is the stove that has the the knob next to the actual faucet, like in the table, like it's on the actual stove is next to the actual device that you're turning on meanwhile when it's in the front you got to read the instructions you get me so it's just about thinking about those things that might come up that you don't even know will come up until you think about it and you got to pretty much try to design a, to avoid them and that's what great design is like what i tell people is um it's a quote from a famous designer says good design is visible great design is invisible because you don't even know it's there it Dang. just works it just fucking 
And I love, that's the thing about design. It's deeper than just making things look pretty. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Good design is visible. Great design no. is invisible. That's hard. So how did, yeah, yeah. Rob, Rob. So with the, how the, well, how the cannabis industry is going right now and social media being very censored and it's, you know, like most companies I say right now are, are marketing huge in social media. How does a cannabis company market itself in social media with all the censorship? You got to call young Rob going crazy <laughs> and I'll do it for you. <laughs> nah, I mean, there's, that's you got to just be creative. And that's like one of the problems that these big companies are, are, are having issues with. And it's like, well, okay. I was like, well, my, my solution was that was to start making music then. Is like that's why I started like the first music I started to make or one of the I started with the uh, you know the the smoke what I smoke the cannabis Christmas jingles, and the only reason why I did that was because the com well one the company that I was working for was wasn't spending it really any money on marketing, and so like I needed hype in Southern California and I was like why why not make a rap song about weed and Christmas, and then two. Uh, you know it's like that's the only way to really market without being censored like they can't censor the freedom of speech. So it's like, I can rap about weed or all I want because they can't tell me that I can't. So that's pretty much kind of the only way to get around it. Or you should you, make a, you should make a Thanksgiving weed song because everybody smokes weed for Thanksgiving. Is there any songs for Thanksgiving? No, but that'd be like, um, boom, we'd fucking make a track. That'd be yeah, I mean, yeah, what, yeah, I mean, yeah, that, that's going to be tricky, but yeah, we'll figure, I'll figure something out. The challenge hey, is nothing. Who like, doesn't get high in Turkey Day? Uh, like, literally, you take a facts. walk with your cousins. Yeah, you faded as fuck. Who doesn't get high every day? Four twenties every day. Every day, <laughs> man. Come on, now talk to him, man. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. But I mean, I'm just thinking about that. Like, but, hey, it's like it's a weed holiday, if you ask me. Turkey no, Day, for sure. No, that's a good idea. But um, why do you think that a lot of cannabis, but even not just cannabis, I've seen artists, I've seen any any pretty much any industry, they're afraid to invest in their marketing. Uh, because you can't measure the return on it. It's like it's a uh, it's you feel me like you can't so you there's it's hard to show like hey I spent twenty thousand on on you know on social media and digital content and it made me x a yeah. hundred thousand like it's it's, it's not it's it's kind of <laughs> impossible to show that with music you can you can show like I invested you know x amount on this song and it made me this amount but most artists or musicians aren't making any money off their music so it's like you feel me it's really no reason to but uh yeah i would say that's, a, the, that's the biggest reason and like and they don't understand a lot of these companies don't understand marketing like you gotta especially like you gotta look at in cannabis is even really in 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 big businesses too like outside of cannabis is like it's there a lot of these people are so out of touch and so far removed from like what's going on in the everyday like they just they just you know they're just doing things that don't make sense and that's why uh, a lot of them are falling and you feel me r.i.p to nip Rest in power. He said this like before he passed away. He said that a lot of these big giant corporations are gonna fall like in these next ten to twenty years, and it's like we're starting, we're we're living it, we're seeing it right now, so, and they're starting to fall because they don't, they're just so out of touch. They're so rich already, like it's there's so many generations removed, like they're just they're out of touch with reality, and it's like you know this is within these next I don't know, it's like three to five years or five to ten years. We're gonna have the biggest transfer of wealth in human history. You guys, mm -hmm. you guys know about that? Yeah, I, I, I haven't heard, heard about that. heard something about it. Educate us. Well, I just did. <laughs> <laughs> but why? How? I don't. Well, why is because I mean the the I don't. Well, people are getting older and they're they're dying and their mon their money is being transferred to their kids. Like yeah. it's just you feel me. It's, it's, and a lot of the big industries are you know seventy build eighties build. You know it's old money. Feeding new money. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, so this is, this is the biggest transfer of human wealth in Excel. Mm. It's a lot of opportunity it, for yeah. for Yes, yeah, so. that's what they say that in more, like you know the one percent that has all the money. You get me, and that's literally what's shifting right now. And also, a lot of people are literally like, in the, I would say in the last five years, especially with COVID, um, with the pandemic, is what they said. Sorry, um, they uh, a lot of people started their own business. A lot of people started being entrepreneurs. I mean, they wanted to get money, and it was hard to do it with that during that time and that's when people shine when they're under pressure right and and that's literally what's going on a lot of people have thrived through covid and i would see that as being an impact through this shift as well you know just generations of different mindsets because a lot of people are hey let me just turn my own thing let me be creative and so on and so forth that's something that hasn't been in the past you haven't seen that a lot just big corporations doing that 
but now the small business exists again and, and that could thrive. There's definitely ways it could thrive. And that might be a, a, a solid point that Rob just made. I never thought about it like that, but that's really crazy. Yeah. My boy, shout out to my boy, uh, Steve-O. He, he told me that, uh, he's, a CEO of Lou Guru. Right here, he's checking over here. Oh, damn, I can't, yeah. I can't show that. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for it to do that. Censorship. I can't, I, it's censorship. Yeah. They're censoring us. I can't show that. You can censor the guru right there. But no, yeah, Steve, right there. my boy Steve gave me that tidbit of information. He's like, he's so, he's so, he's, he's ahead of the curve too. He's, he's a very smart guy. He's actually a few years younger than me. Uh, but yeah, he put, he has a, a lot of knowledge. So, so I got to ask, man, how did p- paper bags come into the idea? Like, where did that come? How did that imagination of just, Creating the paper bag idea manifest. Um, all my ideas hit me, bro, when I'm either in the shower or when I'm driving. <laughs> either so, I think I was driving when I thought of paper bags. Really? And I was like, yeah, I was just just driving, just you know, driving by myself, bro. And I was like, just thinking. I'm like, I need to fucking do something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah, just I was like, just, it just uh, no, yeah, I was on the phone with my with uh, my, one of my, my friend, business partner, I don't know, whatever you want to call her, just uh, Jago, Jamie yeah. Goldstein, Jago 5000. Shout I was out talking to Jamie Goldstein. Shout out to Jamie Goldstein, one, two, three. Also, Go. Jago 5000. I gave her that. That's her new artist name is Jago 5000. So. Shout out. Yeah, shout out to Jago. Um, so I was, yeah, I was talking to her and I just, we just always bounce ideas off of each other and, and I, I think... I, I might have said it, or she. I'm, I'm, I said it. She, she didn't say it. She didn't say it. Sounds like another. Sounds like another episode of South Park right now. Yeah. <laughs> but let's, I like that. I, I like that thought that you say. You know, like in the shower and, and in the drive. That's uh, usually where Yoshi, it comes from, bro. Jose, you know, whoever wants to answer first. Where do your best ideas come? Where are you at when your those ideas come? I'm, I'm wondering now. Taking a shit. How did you find Jose? He found me. He found <laughs> anyway, that is deep. Did you find him? Where did you find him? Yeah, where, I didn't find him. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, so uh, it's like, what was the first music video that you guys shot? The first music video was Hooligans, but we met. Uh, I was in the forest. It was like three a.m. Like dark, dark, dark time. You know, I was like, <laughs> 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 uh, That's fucking. Uh, we met through Kaboom. Uh, right. Shout out Kaboom. Shout out to Kaboom. It's yeah, Kaboom. Right, right. Wake your game up, nigga. <laughs> let's shout out. Let's shout out to Stunner Man at the same time too. Hey, Stunner Man, man too, man. Nigga, we still winning. Dude, that, that who is an amazing soul, bro. Like, yeah, you're yeah, different. Yeah, you're different. different like, for sure, it's not, it's not just like you don't connect with just a person. You like directly connect with the soul. With him, it's yeah. really Fact. interesting. Are you guys ticklish though? Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, my guy. Yeah, he's a star for sure. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. Was, yeah, yeah. Hey, shout out again to. Stunnerman. Stunnerman. My brother was actually the one that gave him the idea for the Big Stepping Challenge. I'm going to just throw that. And Stunnerman really? will tell you that himself. What? He actually owes my brother some royalties. So. <laughs> now we're waiting for... We're, Jordan, we're waiting for them. Oh, two. Where's the royalty, son? Come they're, on. They're in the mail. They're in the mail. <laughs> royalties on the way. They'll be there in a week. Shout out to my brother, too. Boogie. What's the IG? Is it just Boogie? Boogie the Truth. That's his IG. Eric Ellis. You guys all know him. Dude, that, that was cool. That was the backbone. I see it. He, yeah, he, they they... They call them me 2.0. 2.0. <laughs> yeah. yeah well, do you accept that? 2.0. What do, you, what do you mean? That he's 2.0. I mean, he's better. That's not always true. The <laughs> <laughs> newer is not always better. So we call it 1.5 then. Nah, he's just, you know, we, we this, this is my guy. It's my little brother, man. He's, you feel me? Like, that's, that's, been, that's really my real day one. Yeah, that's dope, though. I mean, it's always based on family, right? That's how it always starts. No, but not all family can go, so. No, definitely. If my little brother who, if my little brother wasn't who he was, like, he wouldn't, like, just because he's my brother, he's, he's, he for me. I got, there's, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got brothers that ain't going. Yeah, 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 yeah. I completely get it. I completely get it. So, different mindset. Yeah, exactly. Different mindset for sure. So uh, yeah, I met Jose at uh through through Kaboom. We did the first vi- video we did was Hooligans okay. with uh, Jacob, my guy Jacob, the lawyer. And yeah, then we just been working. It was great, great vibes. I took a little break from music for about a year and a half after that. And so, oh yeah, that you told you me that, that first music video, the one in the on the lawyer's office. Yeah, that's when he started. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess is so that, that when was, he first started music or no? I started like a year before. That. But is that before the break? Or that was that, like that was yeah that was before the break. Yeah, that's what I, that's that was what I'm the saying. last video. Because you shot told me that yeah that you shot that video and then you hadn't heard from him in like a year and then he came back with all this music stuff. Yeah, I don't. Well, it wasn't no no. It was it was he came back with the with the weed with the cannabis stuff. 
But I mean, at least to like work with you, right? There was like a pause in between. So that's the yeah. pause. That's the pause. Yeah, I was depressed. Oh, damn. Oh, no. No. I was in a low vibrational period. Shit, that was yeah. that just got real, real fast. Oh, yeah, it's just it's, you can, you know, we can talk about it. Let's be, you know, mental health is it's a it's a it's a hot topic in America right now in society. And so, you know, you gotta well, I, I, that was the first time I've ever been depressed in my life. And I didn't realize it until maybe like three months ago that I really told me that, that that's what that was. It's but, like an experience that you go through and then you figure out what it is down the road. Exactly. Right. Yeah, you don't you know you don't know what it is while you're going through it but yeah i wasn't working out like during that time i wasn't like singing like or making like eat like i like to just sing like while i'm driving and do all that shit but during that time i wasn't doing any of that like i was sleeping all day only thing i was doing was working out with my son and like getting him better at basketball and that's what motivated me to get back on my shit like seeing him get better so yeah, it was it was a it was a dark time, but it was also a a, a light time at the same time because I got it's to see my lightning. Son. Yeah, no, it was super enlightening. I, and I got to see my son grow into a little man, and so that, hey. that you feel me? Is this one of the music videos that you and Jose shot right that here? Is that is that's one of the one that we're talking about. That's the one. That is the one. You know, that's we're gonna pop him. it up and screen for y'all, but that's yeah, right. Fucking hooligan. Yeah, and we had and we actually had more things for this video, but like shit happens. What happened? Oh, what happened? Yeah, that's what happened. What happened? We had a there's a dispensary in Palm Springs, man, that we went and shot the video at. And ah. the, the dispensary owner, you know, bless her heart. She's, you know, older, older white lady, just different generation. She she said that, you know, I, I was cussing in the song. I said, Yeah, right fucking hooligan. <laughs> and her her brother heard it and uh you know, he told her that, you know, that we were cussing or whatnot. And she called me like a few days later and she said that she didn't want her a dispensary associated with any black rap. Wow. wow. That direct. Yeah. That direct. Says the lady owning the dispensary. The dispensary. Wow. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not gonna blast her just because she's she's really an OG in the industry. Like she's been around for before Jesus. So I'm not, you know, Jesus. I'm not gonna that's that's my joke right there. Cause that was super disrespectful because she called it black rap and like I'm like, what is what's black? What the fuck is black rap? Yeah. <laughs> vintage, uh, vintage white white lady. Yeah. BC. No, no, no. BC. She no, yeah. She she's a she it, it wasn't it was just ignorant, honestly. It was the best way I can put it. She just, I don't think it was uh, malice how she, you right. know. I just right, know people right. have different mindsets from different generations specifically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's, I'm not going to say the name of her dispensary. Just going to say it's in Palm Springs. If you're in the industry, you probably know who I'm talking about anyway. So just keep it at that. Just keep it yeah. at that. Uh, what's it called? Jacob was was really natural in that video too. Like, how do you, oh, you mean Jacob? Where the hell is Jacob? <laughs> I don't even. How Jacob I mean? fights. Oh, Jacob. I met Jacob fights. because I, was Wait, who going, is Jacob? I needed Jacob to fight for me. <laughs> who is this Jacob? I met him online, just googling fighting, fighting, fighting oh, warriors. Sh- Really? Yeah, that's him right there. That's Jacob. Right there? That's Dude, Jacob. that guy was a character. I'm like, did you what? guys plan this? That was him natural. I, know. I was like, no, we didn't plan that. <laughs> and you know what's crazy? Jamie got mad at me about that. And let's talk. And I want to bring this up. I want Jamie. Let's let's talk about this. This was Jacob's idea for. The JDL, like the Jewish Defense League, don't don't That's come hilarious. after me. Like this is <laughs> this was Jacob. So we, I said, Jay, no face. Did, what did we say? We said just be you. Yeah, just be and you. Was, and Jamie was mad at me. She said you're gonna portray the Jews like that. Wow. No. I'm like, what? Like she was like, she wasn't really mad. She was trying to tell you. I don't know. I mean, she, she said something. So it was she just for a video. Who you said know? This? We, we literally the, said my like Jewish oh, friend. Yeah. Jamie. Oh, so it's a girl. Is it someone else? Yeah. No, Jamie Goldstein, the one who Jacob five thousand. What are you talking about earlier? Oh, the girl. Okay, wait, 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 wait. But why would she nah, get offended if this is if this is him? She's Jewish, so I don't I don't know. Like that's why I'm that's what I'm saying. But that's why I'm putting it out there so the JDL doesn't come after me. Oh, you know? no! Oh, literally, sense. like yeah. we had no script, no nothing. He just said, like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm just gonna right meet you, and then we're just gonna have some B-roll of us meeting, and then you know, like I come out with a different fit. That's it. And he goes like. What if I scream and I say all this oh, and I say yeah. all that? We're like, okay, yeah, 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 why not? yeah. He made he was more of a star than me, honestly. Exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. he made I that video. That. He I made that, that video. I honestly thought he was hired. Like, he's he's an actor. He's, no, yeah, he's, an he's actor. not supposed. Everyone in there looked exactly like an extra actor. Or no, that was a real <laughs> law office. Really? Those are, yeah, that was just real. We went in there. I was like, yeah, how did it happen? That yeah, I needed him to fight for me. I, I hired him for a situation. He had a good model. Who? His slogan? His what? slogan was great. Yeah, Jacob fights. Jacob fights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Jacob it was great. I don't think was that his slogan or did we make that up? Because he asked me to do a song for him. 
Yeah, so oh. I know he didn't you meet him as I thought his his thing was Jacob fights because then he said like that's me that's who I am I'm Jacob fights if, I don't know but I think <laughs> he, that might need to be we might need to do the song because I was Wait. gonna do call Jacob but there's somebody wow. already has that there's already you know what I just Jacob. realized what? he spelled your name Illis in that music video <laughs> yeah that that was my artist name back then oh okay Illis okay. so it, that's it Rob why Illis. that's why I was confused. Yeah, no, that was my artist name. I wasn't like I was. I was saying y'all were going crazy before every song, <laughs> but my artist name was either I had two artist names. I had Pull Up and Splash, which is like um, you know my hoop. That was my hoop name when I was really a hooper. Pull man, I'm, man, man, bro, I, lo- I love basketball. Basketball is such an amazing sport. Shout out to Bron Bron too. <laughs> Are you talking about LeBron? What? Bron Bron LeBron James LeBron James LeBron James LeBron James Only people that have anything bad to say about LeBron are Cleveland fans <laughs> No I mean like people That's... that aren't knowledgeable about basketball Like don't really know the game of basketball Because LeBron is a fucking freak of nature And a goat yeah, And, a, and for him to still be doing what he's doing Like this late in his career is Fucking crazy, like with no decline, no drop off. Like you got, like it's sick. Like this, I don't even understand it. And people don't understand how hard basketball is too. They're like I bet on your knees. No, yeah. this it's all that. Like basketball is crazy. The fact, like I, I look at these NBA players playing these games every damn day, and I'm like, you guys are sick. <laughs> like it's it's no it's no joke, bro. Basketball is so hard. Like it's soccer too. Like yeah, soccer, soccer yeah. is endurance. Yeah, That's it's physically just physically. But yeah, I mean? yeah basketball is, is more physical than soccer though because like those NBA games like those are damn near like fights like yeah. you feel me like back in the day they were a lot worse now they're a little but still people aren't you feel me you can look at them and see they're all scratched but, up but you gotta admit shit. the game's changed the game's completely changed the game has changed for sure it's, it's more about finesse now but it's still like it's about shooting it's a shooting game they're now. still dogs though like nobody you would know you would not want to fight any NBA player like just on the you, nobody yeah. you feel them like they're still fucking they're freak of nature like most of them like, they're, they're not, tall they're, as hell they're just it's not even about being tall Though, like they're just freaks, like they're big, they're fucking just they're yeah, they're, they're built different. Look, yeah, at, they're look just, at Janice. Janice, he came in all like skinny to the league. Now that guy look like y- Giannis, a guy. you gotta call him Giannis. You can't, you can't, if you're gonna say that, Giannis Antetokounmpo. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> what he said, <laughs> Giannis, Giannis. But no, yeah, what I was saying about LeBron, like LeBron is so uh, on the court and then off the court, bro, he has schools. Like oh, yeah. people don't know who he like runs Hollywood too. Like LeBron is like this Bron I mean, Bron. Like I, I like Bron is probably the only person who like I would say like I would be like starstruck over. Like oh really? Oh for sure. You'll throw your panties. Let me, <laughs> let me just say. Let me just say. Throw my panties. House, <laughs> house party was a pretty good movie. That was oh, a great yeah. movie, bro. Oh, no. I thought it was gonna be bad, bro. I, I thought it was gonna be a really great bad. movie. Honestly, I liked the premise. I just didn't like the actors. I thought the, it was the good. main actor, main actor, like the main. The they good were cool. Guy. I haven't seen the movie. Uh, so I, think, I, I, I feel like that was one of the best, like redone movies, like so far. Boy, redone, really? redone. Yeah, it was yeah, original. 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 Yeah, the original, original yeah, the original ones are like, like the talking about the old school movie. The yeah, original, the, party. the original yeah, house party. But what, what, what does LeBron have to do with that? LeBron has nothing to do with that. What do you it's mean? I'm saying it's one of the best it's remake just, movies. Yeah. Like, I don't like the movie more now. Are you a LeBron hater? No, honestly, I don't. I don't. I'm not a LeBron hater. I just don't like the Lakers. And I, I just that's what. Aren't you from LA? Yeah, I'm from LA, but it don't matter. Who's your team? The Clippers. Okay, so okay, it all started in 2001. 2001 when the we're not gonna go down memory lane. You don't like the Lakers. Oh, 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 the little bubble sound effect. The little dream sound effect. It all started in sixth grade. <laughs> what are you talking about? What is 1996. Honestly, who's your team? My team and the day was the Philadelphia 76ers. Because Iverson? I was an oh, Allen Iverson fan. I was a kid. That was a dog. Yeah, I was a kid who would rock the I3s and get made fun of in middle school because nobody rocked ah. I3s back then. You get me? Damn. But that was my boy. I had those. That was, yeah, right. You know, you know what I'm talking about, yeah, too. I, yeah. I, man, I had, the, I had the whole swap meet fit with it one time, too. I, I can't even lie. I was, at the, I was at Ontario Mills, bro. So it was like a kid. I was like 12. It was like a 16-year-old. He was like, damn, bro, your fit is hard. And I thought he was being serious. <laughs> <laughs> but I had the, I had the whole swap. It was a matching swap me fit with the red, red yeah, and white. High uh, threes. threes. Yeah, yeah, bro. He was playing me. Look at me now. <laughs> <laughs> this is for you. This is for you. You random guy who's probably not doing anything. <laughs> hey, who hates under 12 year old? <laughs> I mean that's that's life, bro. It scars you. You get me, makes you who you are. No, for sure. I, I have a lot of those memories. A lot of people. I was hated on a lot growing up. 
for no reason. That's that's the reason why I hate the Lakers. 2001, when they went to the finals, uh, it's, the 76ers took that first game by like 25 points. I remember it looked that. promising. I remember that. Allen Iverson dropped like killing. 50 points. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that game specifically because not only did he like stop, like the ball was going out of bounds, he grabbed it out of bounds and instead of shoving it back in, passed it to his other hand, shot a three and made it. Mm-hmm. Wow. Is that the same game he stepped over Tyrone Lue? Tyrone yeah. no, 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 no. That no, no, was no. the same series or no? It was the same. It was, it was, it was not even the finals. That was like, that was like season, regular season when that happened. When he did that, you sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, it was season. It was regular yeah. season. He was in the finals. So it was. It looked like a finals game though, like that nah, atmosphere. It, was, it, it wasn't a finals. It wasn't a final. It was not a finals because okay. we we didn't play the, the Lakers like that. But I remember that year because that That's first right. game, like. Literally gave me hope, like, oh, the Sixers, Ivers is gonna get his ring. I was like happy, and then the Lakers going just like, Damn, literally never got a ring. Huh? I didn't even think about that. Nah. Yeah, I never got a dude. Adding Iverson didn't get the, the respect he deserves to get out the game. You know that was that retiring that retiring love. He didn't get that. He didn't get no ring. He got a few All Star games. You know, he got a few uh, MVPs and all that. But that's it. I mean, the only the only thing he could control though was he couldn't control the. I mean, the I guess he could have. The only reason why he didn't get the. Are you saying like the Kobe tour? Like, what do you mean the retiring love? What do you? Not, mean? I mean, like he he left the game like bad. He didn't like. He, well, he that didn't was re- all his fault though, yeah. wasn't it? I mean, <laughs> he, he, was, he, was, he, he was acting. He was wilding yeah, out he here, was, wasn't he? he was, yeah. Yeah. You talking about practice? Yeah, uh, like, but he was still a dog though. Yeah. He, you can't take away nothing you that he did. Yeah, I changed the whole game. He changed yeah. the whole world. He changed like he like he like developed that uh the crossover. Know, to the he next made level. it cool to be a nigga. <laughs> you feel me? He made it, it all right to be a nigga for real. Yeah, yeah, cornrows be tatty. Have you feel me? Change the like, he me? walking over people in the court. You know, yeah, damn. It, it just turned into a whole Iverson segment right now. And that goes to it's, show you, hey, yo, I three. Much love. Shout out to he you. got a weed man too through Viola. Hey. Shout out to Al Harrington too. I don't, I don't and, know him, but you know that goes to show you. Thing. Even even if you're on a team, you can still market yourself. You get me? He had to market himself and make himself separate from his team. You know, so I mean, that was was that like was that our Organic or was that strategic? I feel like that wasn't like you know, I don't think he planned just, to do that. <laughs> <laughs> that was Reebok. That was Reebok. hey, you want some shoes? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. It was Reebok too. Imagine Reebok's cool in the day. They weren't. <laughs> you get know I me? Mean? But I three rocked them, and I would rock them to the day. Yeah. Who else? Had, who else was on Reebok? Was Shaq on Reebok for a he minute? He was. Too? He was yeah, there yeah. for a little bit, but then the, he started. I, his, oh, he started his own. He started his own. A thing. lady came out to him in the parking lot and said, "I hate you." I hate you. No way. Why do you make the shoes so expensive? You're supposed to be giving our kids shoes. You know, you can't expend $200 in shoes. The next day, he ended his deal with Reebok and made a, re- a deal with Kmart and made the Shaq shoe and sold over like 3 million shoes, dude. And one. <laughs> that was just a crazy shoe. story. The Who the Shaq fuck shoe. told me that story, bro? bro <laughs> dude, the Shaq shoes came out. Everybody was like, fool, you wearing Shaqs? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, why? Why? Why, though? Because they were Kmart. They were Kmart. Dude, you know who said this story? You not, know what's up? Not Shaq. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was Shaq. No, it was Shaq. It was Shaq. Shaq. Shaq was fucking lying. No, no, he did, bro. There's a reason why he's a DJ now. I'm gonna pull that up on screen for the edit. But we're Shaq, gonna, I'm gonna, Shaq, I'm gonna find a way to find act. Shaq. You know what's actually crazy? I got a jingle that I'm trying to give to Shaq, bro, and it's it's so it's so catchy. I'm gonna find Shaq. I actually have a connection to Shaq now that I'm talking. Now that I'm saying Believe Shaq, it. really? Believe it. You have yeah. a connection yeah. with Shaq? I, have a, I, have a, I have a couple. Hey, but Shaq a- is hilarious, yo. Yeah, he be Shaq doing is some Shaq of the Diesel. Like, yeah. Hey, Shaq, come in the podcast no, and talk to us. That story Shaq. that Alex just heard Shaq no. say. He said yo, it in an interview. He said it man. in an interview. He said it in an interview. Let's okay. Let's I'll pop pause. Up. Go to interview. <laughs> I swear, bro. Five minutes later, so the interview doesn't exist. <laughs> I will pull it up. I will pull it up. Right. I will show you. Bro. We gonna we gonna see. We gonna. You'll see. see. I literally heard this from him. Like he said it himself. He heard it from Shaq. Every time I always see Jose. Every time I always see Jose, no face films work with the client. It's always either a continuous. Uh, uh, non-stop making videos of content. It's a long-term did, relationship. Right. And yeah. I, the, the first time I've ever seen that, it was with Clank Clank. Shout out to Clank Clank, yo. Shout out, Mr. Clank Clank. Clank, Clank. Yes, sir. I don't know Clank Clank, but shout out to Clank Clank, too. Yeah. <laughs> so, but Jose's always been that guy that's always been sticking to projects that never, like, quit, you know? So, seeing this kind of, like... First hand, you know, it's pretty cool, man. Uh, you get to actually see the experience of what one filmmaker is actually getting out of his uh, own creative mind, along with somebody else's that's creative mind. The the really the well. really cool thing was the the 
the screening for it. We had a screening yeah. at what bar was it? Um, oh, the actual, are you talking about the, 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 the launch, launch party. party? Yeah, the launch yeah, the party. party. Who's we had a screening. Party, we screened the music Who, video there. Whose launch party though? It was uh, Paper Bags. What? Paper bags. What? 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 Who? Oh, oh, hell, son. Oh, oh, to the to the right And we'll take this time to bring you our sponsor. Hey, show us the jacket. Show us the jacket. Show us the jacket. Shout out to the jacket, Suze. What's it called today? Today we're bringing our sponsor, Paper Bags, brought to you by Mr. Young Rob today. No. Get your paper bag. Let's go. So it was the launch for paper bags. Yeah, that was a great launch. Ooh, I like so, how you put, set that up. That's ooh, that's smooth. Ooh, that's better than that. You know, switch that up. Okay. That, that Man, that good. was fun. That, that was a good event. Yeah. yeah, no, the launch party, that was, it was at Scoreboard. Shout out to uh, Emails. Shout out to Tuan uh, for partnering with me on that, on that launch party. That was beyond my imagination. That was one of, I mean, that was probably, uh, that was what? Get in there, 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 get in there. Right there, right there, right there. Right here? Yeah, yeah, right there. You're good, you're good, right good. Yeah, that was a pretty cool party, man. Yeah, that was lit. I cried for 40 minutes the next no, the next day, I promise you. I cried for 40 minutes at the gas station. You probably saw the bill. The party, I cried three weeks. Before that, the, part, the, bill, the bill was already paid. For the bill was already paid for before yeah. that. Yeah, way before that. No, I cried. Then I called my brother. And, you, you keep getting off focus. Uh, okay. Am I focused here? Uh, no, yeah, yeah, right there. You go. You're doing perfect right there. So I called my brother. And he, uh, <laughs> he cried too, as well. At the same time, he was crying as the same time as me. And it was a very uh, emotional. Now it was now it was just good to see like to see my family and you as you guys see every my friends is every you know we everybody just, was turning up. We were just happy. It was just Support. new. Point. We were just happy. So and I, I bet that Davis won and actually made everybody even more happier because that was a good fight, dude. That was a good win. I mean, are you saying that because we're black? Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> I will say that all the Latino dudes, except for me, we're going for Brian <laughs> yeah, Garcia. Yeah, yeah. I, I was going for Garcia, though. Oh, I, look, 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 I was going. I was game for Davis. <laughs> my money wasn't Davis, but my my friends made me bet. I was Garcia. only going for <laughs> Garcia were for two reasons. One, because he's from the IE. You know, I'm, I'm a real IE baby, and he's from Victorville. Oh, damn. You know, so that's the for me. IE. Anytime it's somebody from IE, you know, I gotta go for him. Nice. He <laughs> <laughs> keeps running it, from the camera, my boy. Never uh, running, never running. From <laughs> running. You know, right now, right now, your music video is getting a good shot, though. Yeah. Oh. Shout out, go stream oh, in yeah, my yeah. zone because that I, that doesn't get enough love. <laughs> that was a great song. I need, I need, to, I need to, I need to deal with AutoZone honestly because that is the perfect song you're, for you guys. You're still out of focus, though. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, he did it on purpose. He wants to. No, I didn't. Oh. <laughs> what was the latest project yeah. that you guys were, you guys have worked on? Recently, I mean, music video wise, it was Pasco, and then well, uh, we just did Wake Your Game Up yesterday, bro. What are you talking about? Oh, well, we started. Yesterday was just Pasco. Was that yesterday we were in San Francisco or the day before? That was yesterday. Was yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. We got back yesterday. How did that? How did that go? How did San that trip Francisco go? went great. Shout out to the Truffle Man. Shout out to Trevor and Phil, the Truffle Man. We're about to do some big things with them. Shout out to my guy Toriano at Vegan Mob. If you need some really good, am I in focus? Yeah. If oh, you wait, need, no. yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. If you need, <laughs> if you need some really good vegan food, go check them out. Yeah. That shit was smacking. Smacking. Huh? Took my boy Cam over there. Shout out to Cam, big shot. Shout out. Shout out to Chelsea, his wife. Shout out to No Face, who was there. Shout out to my brother again. Hey, I, I think by the end of the podcast, we need all their ads so we could be like. Bah, oh yeah, bah, yeah, yeah. Now we gotta let's bah. get them. Let's yeah, let's we gotta create the platform. Uh, just one thing I, I appreciate about the whole the whole launch party and everything is that, you know, when you're creating something, you really do have to invest in yourself and you do have to treat it as if, you know, you were Apple selling the one billion iPod or whatever, you know, you have to you have to celebrate it because if you don't, then who else is? You know, like some random person isn't going to do it. Somebody has to believe in it and it has to be you first. Thanks. That's the only way like something is going to is going to succeed. And that's what Rob did that day too. That's why, even though it was a lot of fun, even though we we all fucked around or whatever, uh, the reality of it is that we we celebrated uh, like the launch of his company and the music 
And it was, you know, everybody was there supporting the creative. Bro, the creative. We celebrate. We celebrated oh, yeah. your. Sure, we celebrated yeah. your music video. Yeah, we yeah, celebrated sure. what you produced okay. and what you made those visuals for him. So yeah. it was a celebration of all the above. Yeah, yeah. We ce- we all celebrated like together because that that was just like a. Uh, I mean, it was like almost like a like Family a turning. Gather- I mean, it was like a turn- thing. Yeah, it was exactly. It was like that's a, that was a turning bro. point that in our right. in our life. Like we're all like that was the the trajectory point. Like that's just you feel me. Like we're just going straight to the top from here yeah. on out. I didn't made a cameo in a video in a long time too. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Hey, you, like, you, you like that footage though, right? That shit came yeah. out clean, bro. Clean. I I love your camera. I love what you do, Jose. That video was fucking turned. I'm still hype about it. I'm, we're gonna put it again on camera for y'all. Yeah, play that shit again. <laughs> Wake your game up, nigga. Oh, all right, let me. The whole reason why me and Stunner did that, though, like, so let me tell you guys what paper bags for. So, paper bags is there's a couple reasons why I started this. One to correct the pricing in the California cannabis industry. Like these these prices are crazy in the dispensary. They don't make any sense. Uh, government came in and just just put our industry in a in a shithole. I seen. Hundreds of families, just regular hardworking people lose their whole life savings. I've seen people, you know, have to quit their careers and go into other industries that they don't like or want to work in. I've seen billionaires lose hundreds of millions of dollars. So this 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 framework that we have in California now that is, you know, what they would call legalization or whatnot needs to be changed. And so um, this is like the first steps of that. But I'm doing this to correct the pricing. So like, you know, you'll be able to find paper bags. We're starting off with five gram bags, but you're going to be able to find them for very close to, to, you know, prop 60 or prop 215, you know, street pricing. So I'm trying to get as close to $10 a gram as possible, you know, even with taxes and everything included. It's hard with taxes, but, you know, we're making it work. Um, the other reason why I started this, though, is for the artists. So this paper bags is like every every campaign will be a different artist collab. So you see here, that's my logo, the Young Rob going crazy. But in July, we're doing a collab with Stunnerman 02. Shout out, Stunner shout out to Stunnerman, Stunnerman, the hardest working man in San Francisco. That's what I'm gonna. Uh, I just, I, I don't know if that's a, a title for him, but if it's not, it should be. It's a caption. The hardest working man in San Francisco. Sir. I can't. He oh, maybe it's, it's between, it might be between me and him. I'm trying to be the hardest working man in California. Like that's really what I want. Like that's what <laughs> it's all about. Man. And start off in California, and then then then, then the, the nation, and then the world. Yeah, yes, sir. And then the moon. The moon. I mean, we're already <laughs> the moon. Already, you know, I'm already you know marching. But no. Nah, <laughs> So yeah, so this, each campaign is going to be for artists. So Thunder Man, we're going to launch his in July. So we're going to launch, like, essentially do the same thing that we did for me out here in, in SoCal. We're going to do in the Bay. So we're going to have a launch party out there. It's going to be turned up. Launch parties. Shout out to, uh-huh. shout out to Westwood as well in, in the marina. Uh, my dad. Uh, runs that place, so we're gonna have the launch party there, Westwood in San Francisco Marina, and then yeah, so but yeah, that's that's gonna be the campaign for uh, for paper bags for Stunner Man and. Yeah, thank you for coming to my TED talk. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. Look, paper bags is going places, and you're gonna find us there with them because we're over here 100 percent on the team. You know, we're here to support this guy. We believe in his vision and. Uh, look at that smile. How can you say no? <laughs> no, and that's uh, and, uh, my bad. So I lost my train of thought. So each, so you feel me, Stunner Man is going to be the first artist that we work with, but I have other artists that I'm working with as well. You feel me, that are for each different campaign. So I'm going to give a percent of the profits from paper bags to each artist, and they will. It depends on how they want to do it. They can put up no money and get a smaller amount, or they can put up some money and get a larger amount. You know, it's, it's, it's good money over here, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Come over here in yes, paper sir. bags. And the, the thing about me is that I can do what, you Whatever know, these, you want. I mean, no, that and I, I can do what these, you know, these multi million dollar companies can't do because I'm like a one man sales and marketing team within myself. Like, guys, like, you know, so I, I cut all the costs. Like, there's, you don't have to hire. You feel me? Five sales teams. I mean, five salespeople and three people on the marketing team, because you could just collab with Young Rob going crazy and have it all. All That's the doors, right all there. the doors are open. All that. I'm. I've been doing this for six years, and then I've been building like really out in the field. Like I told you guys earlier, I drove working hard and 12, grinding. Bro. I drove twelve thousand miles. Oh shit! In the past like month and a half. So it was 12, like now, but yeah, I've been doing that like every year. Like I mean, since twenty. As soon as I got in the industry, 2018, I've been driving at least 
3,000 miles a month, at least 3,000 miles a month. Like three, uh, one year, in 2018, I was driving 4,000 miles every month. Every, every month. So what's that, 50,000 miles in a year? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, bro. Damn. Their oil guy might fucking love you. Yeah, Beamer And the Beamer's kept it still. The Beamer is in, like, let's, let's, I mean, you guys see it in Pasco. Like, that's, that thing has been with me since 2017. I keep it clean, though. I keep it clean. <laughs> <laughs> I, they almost got, what, 199,000 miles. And the crazy thing is I've had, like, three cars, like, while I've had that Beamer, like so, it's like and it's still me. the strongest. It, well, I'm just saying, like, there's other miles that aren't even accounted oh, for. Right, right. Right. You feel me? In like, addition to the yeah, Beamer, it's crazy. But I, I love this life, though. So we're here, man. So as you can see, this man works hard day and night, 24 seven. The hustle don't stop, and that's what we're here with him. We're in the same mindset. We love it. We're exactly. here for it, and there's a lot more to come. We get into it, young Rob. You were a pleasure to have here. And you know for a fact this won't be the only time. No. So to be continued, to be the next one, it don't matter. Episode 10, that's you. There and it's the go. proper number for you because we're at 10 right now. We're past that goal, right? Right. We're past go, baby. I want to thank Rob for having us uh, or having uh, you be here at the A7 podcast. No, yeah, Young Rob going crazy, everybody. You guys, you guys had me, man. Appreciate y'all, man. For real, man. Always, man. Anytime I'm here, I might, <laughs> I might yeah, yeah. ask for a little residency. You know, maybe start hey, some dude, things dude. out here. You know, this is making. That's what make, we're here for. <clears throat> that's what we're here for. You know, the production team is here yep. for you all day. No, hey, hey we'll we'll make your dreams come true. And if you know what, you don't even know your dreams are because Jose showed you what they are. Yep. And, the I, la- and, and the there's plenty more. I know what that. my dreams are, but thanks no, for that. Your, your, your visual dreams, ah. your artistic dreams. <laughs> no, 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 no. It was great about though. Like, and this was great. We'll wrap it up to this though. I, I just, I, I could talk forever though. <laughs> What's great about this is that, um, like, how we'll, why, why me and Jose works so or No Face works so good together is like he mentioned it earlier though. It's like I, like I kind of just tell him. Like what I want to give him a framework and then he just brings it to life. And like, that's like, you feel me? That's, that's genius within itself. And I do this. It's the same thing with Cub too. Like I'll like, like that song will wake your game up. Like I took a video, I saw, I stunned posted a video on Instagram and he was just like, fuck it. He's messing around. And well, my brother sent it to me and he was just messing around. He's like, wake your game up, nigga. <laughs> and my brother sent it to me. We were just laughing at that shit. I'm like, damn, man. I just kept, I kept posting it on my Instagram and, I was like, this is actually goes hard. And so I, I sent it to Cub, and I was like, yo, can you make a beat out of this? And he was like, what are you thinking? Like some nah. Detroit Detroit style type shit? And I'm like, a little bit, yeah, some girl, you feel me? And that's all, that's all I told him. And he made that, and I'm like, shit, and it was exactly no what I wanted. Yeah, bro, it was crazy. <laughs> that's, 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 that's chemistry. Yeah, it's real synergy, man. This is divine. A lot of things have been divine, and this is like, a, you know, divine intervention is, re- is a real thing, guys. So just keep working. Don't stop. Yeah, and let's get to it. Young Rock going crazy. Thank you, Rob, for having <laughs> right, y'all, man. man Rob, here, bro. thanks again, man. Yoshi, glad to have you back again. Like I said, you're gonna Yoshi, be a big part of this podcast again because we need you here. We love your energy. Right. I'm Jose, I'm gonna be back. Always a pleasure to have you in town, bro. And there's more to come. This is thank my you. first podcast experience too, so I just want to say thank you for popping my podcast chair. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's it right there. Let's go. Like, oh, no homo. No homo. <laughs> nah, nah, I'm very comfortable with my sexuality. I can make a gay joke and be a man. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. This is this is AM Studios. Yeah, rock on crazy. Perception pictures. Got the face films. And we'll see you in the next. Nigga, we still winning. Oh. I'm swerving in that foreign driver like an asshole. My niggas got that work. We be in the trap, ho. If you need a foot of low, tap in, bro. Got every type of.